Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That episode. I'm Victoria. And I'm Trev. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 1 of Gilmore Girls, titled The Long Morrow, which aired on September 26, 2006. This episode is crazy. <laughs> this is... I am truly insane for selecting this as one of my yeah. favorite episodes. Like, what was but wrong like, with me? I get it. I was right. I was, like, totally right. But, like, I am so... I, At the this, same time, like, I'm shocked. This recap is nuts. This... I, I said the same thing. Lorelai saying it's now or never. Luke being like, I don't like ultimatums. Like, oh, shit. And then... It's really stressful. It's very stressful. L- and then, like, Rory fighting with, um... Logan's, Logan's dad. dad. Yeah. Uh. That. Very much that. I was like, oh, my God. And... But at the same time, she was kind of crazy for... Not crazy, but she was very self-centered for being like... Oh, Yeah. What reason would you have to move him other than you wanting to keep him from me? And it's like, Rory, the world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah, she definitely is. She's nuts in this episode. She's nuts in this episode. There's another moment towards the end where I thought the same thing of like, she is so self-centered. Yeah, I, I go back and this episode, for some reason specifically, I flip back and forth on Rory so much there are some scenes where i'm like wow allison bladell might be the worst tv actress we've ever had the wait no not you calling her allison her name is alexis exactly (laughs) sorry alexis is a like some scenes she's so bad she's such a flop (laughs) and then in the next scene i'm like all right i'm back i've been charmed again (laughs) Like, it's so, it's so back and forth. I cannot help it. And it's, it makes me feel crazy sometimes. Rory and these bangs are, I know, she's the hair very is, cute. She's looking the cute. The hair is good in this, in this episode. Yep. Um, tell me why when I started this episode, I was like, wait, is she still not talking to Lorelai? Yeah, it feels, yeah, it feels I hate, like, ugh. yeah, I hated that season. Season six. Yeah, they make up by the end. Yeah. Okay, anyway. The fucking rocket is the worst idea ever. Even after, like, spoiler alert, at the end of the episode when we find out what it actually means, it's still fucking stupid. Yeah, so what we're talking about is the episode opens on Rory in bed after Logan goes to London for his job, his fancy job, and he leaves Rory. Finally, he's being an adult. Yeah, but he really isn't isn't but anyways anyways so he leaves rory a gift and she opens it up and it's a rocket and she's like so confused and she's just like what the fuck is this and it takes her the entire episode to figure out what it is like she's rightfully confused i'd say i think so too i would be like what although i am the type to kind of remember little details like that so part of me feels like i would probably get it faster than she did yeah, Maybe she's just not the most detailed person. But if Bernie's told me something ha- having to do with her favorite episode of something, I would remember that. Like she knows what my favorite episode of the L word is. Yeah, that's fair. I also I don't know Rory. Would you say she's she's not an overly sentimental character? Would you say? Uh... I think Lorelai would be is more sentimental than she is. Definitely Lorelai is. Definitely Lorelai. I think. Is. Rory is more pragmatic. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, that's why she doesn't get the gift. That's why she wouldn't think to do something like that. Right, exactly. It's it's shocking that Logan is more sentimental than Rory. But it's also... He thought she would get it right away. He was like, at first I worried that you wouldn't get it. And she's like, no, no, I get it. But he was right for being worried about that. So clearly he knows that she's not... A okay. very sentimental person. I'm going to say something, and I you I need you not to jump down my throat immediately. Okay. I can understand where, like, Logan is really fly by the seat of your pants in a similar way Lorelai is at times. Like, just kind of doing gestures? Just kind of, like, maybe not always planning everything out exactly and just ki- just making a decision and just kind of riding with it. I agree with that. So I think, I think that that's, they have so many similarities in that way. 
Wait, wait. So many similarities? Now, hold well, in on. Well, that, in that specific way and how they, like, their decision-making. Sometimes it doesn't always make the most sense. Okay. Which we see when we see that Lorelai slept with Christopher. She is such a stupid ass. Like, they right. act really impulsively. We have to move into that. We have, they, let's jump over to that. They're really impulsively. That's why I think they make... They kind of see at, they see each other at a certain point later on. Right. When he proposes is what you Yeah, mean. it's kind of like, all right, respect, almost. I get it. But yeah, she sleeps with Christopher. Yeah, so she wakes up. She wakes up with Christopher's arm around her waist. And it's like, fuck this. And... He's like, what you doing? And she's like, <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> I. Chris is desperate for her to love him again. And when she snaps at him, he's like, come on, let me just make you breakfast. She's like, no, I need to feed the dog. And he's like, come on, no, just stay. Just don't go. And she's like, no. Like, I'm sorry, no. And she he's regrets so it so not badly. sexy. He is desperate for her to love him again. That's what this is. It's so sad. It really is. He looks like such a fucking jerk with this haircut too it makes me want to uh i just like it makes me i can't believe she did this Ugh, i can believe it that's the part that hurts i know no you're right like i can believe it It just like it upsets me so deeply it was so carrie bradshaw of her oh my fucking god i had the same exact thought I literally had the thought, I was like, this is giving big and carry. It really is, and in a very toxic way. Like, I want so much Chris better for her. Chris is so big-coated. The only thing is, can we say one thing, though? That is, there is a distinction. Lorelai did it as retribution. Carrie does it because she has no self-respect. And no respect for um, Natasha. Right. And, and no, but, I mean, yeah, that too. But I'm just saying, like... She she did it because Carrie got back together with Big and cheated on Aiden because she truly has no no respect for herself. She just has no understanding of how to grow and be a, a bigger person. It's so she upsetting. Was. She has no evolution. She has no evolution. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm gonna call it like I see it. But then Lorelai did it because she it wasn't a regression in terms of like oh i'm going back to my worst self she was just like what will make luke feel as bad as i do right now for not wanting to marry me which ugh, almost feels worse yeah because like i, I don't like, i can't blame carrie carrie sleeping with bit cheating on aiden with big is like it's bad it's 100 yeah. percent bad it's really immature it's really upsetting it's really immature it's really disrespectful but at, it's like it's not malicious. Mm-hmm. Lorelai doing this that, feels malicious. And that, that just is really... Especially considering that, like, yeah, they had a fight. And, yeah, the, in her in her eyes, they're broke, breaking up over this. Luke isn't doing anything specifically malicious to her. Like, he's not being mean to her. He's I mean, being He's being an I, asshole. He's, be, he's frustrating her. And she is being hurt by... His, the yeah. frustration that but she I, has. But it's... And I understand, like, impact versus intent. Like, he's not intending to to hurt her by being frustrating. She's going... At, she wants... Like, she's doing this to hurt Luke. Which really is... Sucks. Because she's so much better than that. Uh, and has been throughout the whole show. No, she hasn't, honestly, though. I feel like she hasn't been malicious to Luke, though. Uh, she's been malicious to other exes of hers, though. Remember when she just drops Max at the drop of a hat? And, like, he's like, what the f-? Like, she literally runs away on the day that they're supposed to get married. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is true. That was very toxic of her. Like, Yeah, but that's not the love of her life. I know, but I'm still saying, like, she has bad patterns with showing up for people. Yeah. She takes yeah. no accountability. No, you're right. Anyway, okay. Um, also, the season, season seven intro, best intro. The season seven intro is so good. I just, it's like literally a highlight reel. It makes, it's so much fun to watch. It made me smile. Um, Okay, so she's like, okay, gotta go. Bye. And she goes to her house and Babette's there and literally screams. And then Babette is like, sorry, like I have nodes. <laughs> I like, I love her. I, could listen, I want a Babette podcast. She is so fucking funny. I love her. She's she's one of my favorite Me like too. background characters like of any show. Yeah. 
Um, so she's like, anyway, I did a load of laundry and fed the dog and um, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, don't worry, Luke's going to call you. And she's like, how do you know about how do you know about that? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And she's like, oh, um, what's her face has a big mouth and all this. I thought it was so funny when the big mouth bit actually ended up being literal. Because literally yeah. I thought she meant like, oh, this girl it has made a me big mouth. Giggle. And me then the too. part where she's like, after we find out that the girl was choking and her friend ran away, and that's how she stumbled onto the the gossip. Yeah. And she's like, Well, I'm glad that she took the time uh she made the time while her friend was choking to death. Exactly. It's like, just what the so fuck? silly. This town it, is so silly. This town is ridiculous. But Beth's like, he'll call. They'll always do. They always do. She's like, me talking about Luke. Yeah. And Lorelai looks at her with a smile, but I'm sure in her head she was probably thinking, like, I not, fucked not my ex this. and I don't want him to call me. Yeah, <laughs> she, like, even if she didn't fuck her ex, like, she's over it. I don't think she is. I think the only reason she doesn't want him to call and doesn't want to see him, even at the end, you can kind of tell... She tries to convince him, like, oh, it's over, it's over, like, that's it, there's no more. And he was like, no, you can't say that to me, because blah, 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 blah. And she lets him go on and on and on and on, and then she finally tells him, Luke, I slept with Christopher. Because she knows <sighs> that that's the only reason that's good enough for her to say that she's that she can't do it. It's the worst part in the whole episode. All right, we'll get there. All right, so then we cut to Paris at Yale, and she has opened a college prep class out of the Yale Daily News office. This is one of my favorite Paris scenes in the whole show. <laughs> Me too. I fucking love this episode. And she's like, I don't know. She's a straight C student, so she's probably lazy or stupid. And honestly, sometimes stupid is easier because I can just beat the stupid out of you with fear, <laughs> but lazy runs deep. <laughs> she's... The mom in the scene is really fucking funny too. The mom is the mom is really funny. She was sending me. So she the the daughter's like, "Mom," and she's like, "Caitlin, shh." And she's like, <laughs> "Paris is like, you both have to take an aptitude test cuz I need to know how much of this is her fault and how much of it is your fault." And then Rory gets into the whole rigmarole of the long distance and all this stuff and Paris is like, "Well, you're broken up basically." <laughs> I love Paris. She is my favorite Gilmore She's Girls so character. straightforward. I love her. I love everything about her. Um, the 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 way that Paris is fully obsessed with Rory, though. She's oh like, yeah. She's like, so what are you doing here? She's like, um, I came to back up my files, and she's like, you already backed up your files. I saw you do it. Bitch, mind your business. Stop staring at your crush all day. What she's the fuck? crazy. Also, oh, her line when she's like describing Logan. And Rory's relationship, and she's like, boring, who's watching that movie? Truth. So fucking funny. She's so right. She, she's right, they should have just broken up. I totally agree. Um. Alright, so then we jump over to the Firefly, and Suki and Michelle are in, a, in an arm wrestling match, and... I fucking love it. Honestly, Michelle is, Michelle has a funny line. I have to give it to him. He's like, <laughs> you think you are so good. You think you are Miss Ladida because she's like losing. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Suki like whams his arm into the table. And I was literally like, yeah, beat his ass, Suki. It because is such a good scene. It's so silly. I love that scene. And so much fun. And then it immediately comes crashing down. Yeah, Suki was also, I need to call out a little fashion note. Suki is wearing green Crocs. Is she? Time. Yep. Oh, I love my Crocs. Lorelai comes in and she is not in the fucking mood. And no. it's like, all she can do is think about last night and she's waiting for Suki to notice, but it takes her so long, <laughs> painfully long. like Way too long. Do we think that the fruit and vegetables in these scenes are real or fake? They look so good. I was literally like, my mouth was watering when I saw that. They have to be fake, it. right? I With don't how know. many takes they do? When I saw those cherries, though, my mouth was literally watering. I was like, um. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some of them are real. They looked so good. And then, like, craft services maybe use them or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, like, some of the stuff is fake. It has to be. Okay, well, either way, Suki is going on and on, on and, and on, on and doesn't realize that Lorelai still has not said a word. And then finally, Suki's like, S something's wrong. <laughs> like, took you long enough. Lorelai's just standing there sipping her coffee. <sighs> and Lorelai's like, yeah, Luke and I are done. And Suki's like, no, <laughs> I refuse to accept she it. She just is like, <laughs> she's like, she's befuddled. Yeah, she is. 
she's she starts laughing at one point. She's really like, oh, come on. You're just kidding, right? And she's like, tell me you're just kidding. She's like, people fight. <laughs> yeah, people fight. People break up. People cheat on each other. You guys should just get back together. Um, I mean, she's right. They should just get back together. Lorelai's like, no, it's done. It's over. But you know it's not because of Luke. It's because of Christopher. And this scene sealed that for me. Because here's how I see it. If she wouldn't have fucked Chris last night, she would be back together with Luke right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree know with you. it. I know it. If he, if if she never would have fucked Chris last night and she would have just stayed home and wallowed over him and been sad, and then he showed up with the truck the same way he did, if the entire Christopher story never happened and she was just sad at home and he came and was like, come away with me, she would have done it in a heartbeat. The only reason she didn't is because she cheated on him. In a perfect world, that's what have happened. Yeah. Somebody write the fanfic. You do it. No, but, <laughs> but I will say this, Lorelai saying that she doesn't ever want Luke to know when she's talking to Suki and then telling Luke to his face when he came to get her. Yeah. Just something about that. It's so sad because she really, that's her last resort. That's her like. I'm hitting exactly. the I'm hitting the big red button. I'm nuking this. Yeah. Because and you can just... tell how serious he is and she yeah. knows that the minute he hears these words, he'll leave. Ugh. Oh god, but she still tells him anyway cuz she loves him so fucking much and she doesn't want to lie to him. Yeah, Jesus. lying to him isn't going to make anything better either. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, so Luke to, Okay, what she said to Suki was true though. She goes, either I don't you're want all him. in or you're not. Yes. She's, she's like, right. She is right. She is right. Luke has a very difficult time making room for Lorelai in his life. We've seen that time and time again when April comes and just like with his apartment and with his stuff and just his yeah. personality is very overbearing and there just doesn't leave a lot of room for Lorelai. And I feel like Luke probably feels the same way about Lorelai, though. Honestly, like if I was dating someone that was like Lorelai, I would be like, where do I fit in this life? The thing, yeah, that's the thing is they both have very strong, very large, strong lives and, and they're personalities. Different, different and they're, from yeah, each other. they're fundamentally different. So it they is hard overlap. to piece those things together. Yeah. But it's just like, do the work. It's worth doing the work. One of one episode that I love that kind of goes into this a little bit. It's this other episode, and I forget what season it is, but it's when they're still together. They're dating. It's kind of new in the relationship, so it must be like season five, I think. Yeah. Um, She tells him to go camping, and there's like some kind of event happening in the town, something to do with Miss Patty. And he's like, no, I don't want to go camping. I'll just stay with you and go to the banquet. And she's like, no, I can tell that you would rather go camping. I know you hate going to town stuff, and I know you hate doing Miss Patty stuff. And he's like, but I like spending time with you. And she's like, well, I don't want to keep you here because I can tell you feel forced by it. So he goes camping, but he's like fucking miserable while he's out there. And he yeah. just comes straight back. And she notices that he's in the diner f- while she's at the event. So she rushes over to the diner and she's like, what the hell happened? Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I didn't want to go camping. You fucking forced me to go camping. And all I wanted to do is go to that stupid event with you. I, I like doing stuff with you. I don't care what we do. I just want to be with you. And that's what, like, their love languages are... They're both really bad at listening to the other. Yeah. Well, their love languages are, like, polar opposites. Yeah. Lorelai's is words of affirmation, and Luke's is acts of services. He shows his love through acts of services. Like, he repairs her house. He does stuff for her. He cooks for her. He moves Rory in. He moves Rory in. He he gives her a check to open her in. Like, he shows his love through acts of services. Hers is words of affirmation, and Luke is so bad at that. He cannot express himself worth a damn. He sucks at it. Like, she just wants to hear, yes, I still love you, even though I have a daughter. Yes, like, you're going to continue to be in my life, even though I have a daughter. Yes, I'll marry you. Yes, if I don't marry you now, we'll get married later. Yes, I want a future with you. He sucks at all of that stuff. So, like, for Lorelai, she has her love language and he cannot accommodate it because yeah. of how he is as a person. And that's what happened here. This is a mun- this was a miscommunication until she went and fucked her ex. Absolutely 100%. That's it. It's just so disappointing. It is very sad. It's really sad. So then um Lauren is so good in this episode. We need to give a kudos. She's so 
good in this She's episode. She's really, really, also, really, really I, good. like, didn't realize until the episode was over that, like, Emily and Richard are not in it. Yeah! Oh, my God! I didn't even notice until the end. I was like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, oh, it feels weird. Yeah, it does. Having an episode without them. I totally agree. Um, oh, God. But, yeah, she's really good in this episode. Like, genuinely, the whole, like, 100%. Yeah. Um, I just want to hold her when she's, like, super yeah. sad. She's, like, talking to Suki. It's just really upsetting. But, anyway. Also, did this episode go by really fast for you, too? Yeah, it was, like... It flew. Losing by. Yeah, it did. It did. So much happened, and they're talking so quickly. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no fluffy scenes. There's At no, like, At a certain point, scenes. I was just watching it and, like, not taking notes. Yeah. Because I was like, damn, this is just good. Did you notice that there's, like, no fluffy scenes, really? No, it's all just moving plot. It is. Which makes sense. Plot. I mean, it is the first episode back in a season, so, like, you have to really, like, pick up where you left off however many months ago. Yeah. So And keep people interested. Right. So then we move back to the diner and Luke is having, he's in a shitty mood and he's taking it out on everyone. I love Caesar. I love Caesar. I, this is one of my favorite runners, like in the entire series, I think, where like anytime things are bad with Lorelai or he's not on good terms with Lorelai, he's in a bad mood and takes it out on everybody in the town. Like the guy's like, um, Luke, I asked her scrambled and these are over easy. He just comes over and scrambles the over easy egg with his, with a fork. It is so, it makes me like scream laugh every time he does that. He's hilarious. He's such a bitch. He is. Um, he's I love a, it. such an intense fucking Scorpio. So dark and brooding. He should like, literally kill Ducey right here. <laughs> Before any of the shit even pops off. He should strangle Taylor in front of the whole town. I would pay to see that. I, and and the thing is, yes, Luke is mad and, like, definitely, like, misplacing his anger. But he's also 100% right in everything he says to Taylor. I totally agree. I'm on Luke's side. I'm on Luke's side 110% here. And then we are vindicated in that. Because, and so for anybody who didn't watch the episode, sorry, we have a tendency to forget I know. to explain what the fuck we're talking about. Because we also just watched it. Like, I just watched it literally 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so too. it's so yeah. top of mind it's, that I'm yeah. just like, Yeah, we're just but... kind of like firing off these ideas. Okay, so to explain <laughs> what the fuck just happened. So Taylor is trying to install a traffic light in the town square and it's right in front of Luke's diner. Luke is in a really bad mood from everything and everybody rushes out of the diner to see what the hell Taylor is doing. And Taylor is like, we're installing this traffic light to see who is a bad driver, basically, in Stars Hollow, <laughs> and who would run a red light, and they're going to start to get a ticket. And then Luke even says that it's been 15 years since there's even been an accident on that corner, so it's not right. necessary. And Taylor just doubles down and just doesn't listen to anybody, and he th- he thinks whatever. And then uh, eventually we see that Luke was right. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, he's so... He's such a... Fucking bitch. Um, a cab includes Taylor. Period. He is the only police officer I've ever Ugh. seen in Stars Hollow. He is. Oh, I hate him. But Does Stars whatever. Hollow even have a fucking fu- a, no? A fucking and later on department? in the episode, he mentions that specifically when they're unveiling the street, uh, the street camera, is he's like, how this? How can we police ourselves? Like how? Whatever. When we don't have a police force. Right. Oh my god. Anyway. Okay. So then. Jumping back to um the Firefly, and Michelle is wearing a fucking whole ass splint on his arm and his wrist. Such a drama queen. Um, Rory walks in and- Also, wait. Uh, <laughs> what? You keep calling it the Firefly? I do? It is the Dragonfly. Oh, wait. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Us? Yeah, earlier you called Alexis Liddell Allison That's Liddell. different, babe. She that does not, not matter. Different. That is not different. <laughs> Wait, you know why I keep saying Firefly, right? No. It's because of The Last of Us. We watched oh, that, an, that makes sense. We watched, That makes sense. Yeah, I'm like entrenched. So what's your excuse for calling Alexis Allison? I don't like her. Okay, that makes sense. But I will say she <laughs> is good in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I do okay. like her in that. Okay, valid, valid. All right. <laughs> so at the dragonfly, excuse me. You're excused. Um, Rory shows up and Lorelai's like so happy to see her, but at the same time, like she's kind of nervous to tell her everything that happened. 
And then not even tell her. Yeah, like, how could she make jokes when she fucked her stupid ex last night and literally Ugh. ended the most important relationship in her life? I'm so mad at her, like... It's also just, like, I will say one thing that annoys me throughout this whole episode with Lorelai specifically. It's like, yes, this is your daughter, whatever. It's her dad. It's awkward, whatever. She's also, like, your best friend. And she's just as invested in your relationship with Luke as whatever. Just be honest with her. Right. About what happened. Like, she's not going to be, like... Like, the whole talking around it throughout the whole episode is kind of frustrating. I mean, it does give us the really funny scenes with the racquetball stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I love that scene. But it just is so silly because it's like, just be honest with her. Like, you could be honest with this girl. Like, you raised her right. You could be honest with her. She'll, she'll maybe, she's going to judge you probably, but like, not in a malicious way. Okay, and, but, you know something? On the same, and this is fucked up of me to even say this, and I probably shouldn't even say this, but like, I get Lorelai in a sense. When you have really bad news to deliver, it's so hard to like, actually go into that conversation. Oh, of course. I'm saying this in like, the most, I'm not in this situation way you know what i mean like i don't if i was in her position i have no idea what i would do i probably wouldn't tell her but like she should i know she should she should and that's why it's so juicy yeah to watch her not do it you're like especially because she's already told suki yeah i mean i feel well she does say okay luke and i broke up last night and she's like oh my god what happened and she's like rory you promised and she's like i know i didn't and i was like okay (laughs) it made me laugh yeah she's right she didn't she didn't promise (laughs) She didn't promise. That's a scene where immediately I'm like, okay, I'm back in on her. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So then she calls Logan. Rory calls Logan. And he's like, so what did you think of the gift? And she's like, I thought, wow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you got it. Good. I was so worried that you wouldn't get it. And she's like, nope, I got it. And it's like, boys are so dumb if he does not realize that she, in fact, did not get that. At all. Like... <laughs> Who would get it? I just... But how is Even not... if you're sentimental and remember everything, that is so weird of a gift still. But... And... But yeah, and still at the same time, it's crazy that he cannot tell by the tone of her voice and her complete and utter lack of detail or excitement that she did not get it. He's like, I'm so glad you got it, babe. Love you. Gotta go. Bye. Click. Yeah. Oh my god, like, I can tell when Bernie's lying. I'm sure you can tell when Tony's lying. (laughs) I can't, well, I don't know. I don't think Tony's lied to me. But, no, I don't mean about serious shit. I mean, like, about silly stuff. Like, oh, did you do blah, blah, blah? Oh, yeah, I did. I can kind of tell that's not true, you know? No, we're just very honest and accept that we're stupid. Oh, okay. Like, I'll straight up just be like, I did forget. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even mean about forgetting. Oh, God. Now people are going to think I'm toxic. I don't No, mean, like, you're not. No. But it's like, if I'm like, yeah, I I know for me, at least, I, I don't lie like that. I don't lie about stupid, li- like, silly shit. You don't even lie to, like, be silly sometimes? Like, oh, yeah. Well, no. yeah. We're, but it's like, it's obviously a joke. When I'm doing that, it's obvious. But if it's like, oh, hey, did you get, like, the tickets for this thing yet? And it's like, oh, yeah, totally. And I haven't. I would just be like, fuck. And then I would immediately buy them. But I don't even do that. I would just be like, fuck, I forgot. I'll do it right now. Even if I know I can fix it before the lie is like a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I don't care enough to lie. I think what I'm just, this is getting into relationship dynamics. All I'm trying to say is I feel like I would be able to tell if my partner was like I think if Tony was talking in a weird tone of voice and yeah. not saying what they needed to say. Cause I agree. Like Bernie and I are honest with each other. So I would be, I would pick up on it if I was like, Oh, did if you something shifted. like the gift? Like, did you like the gift? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think I would yeah. be able to tell. Yeah. I definitely. I also would. know Tony would be able to tell if I was lying because I have no poker face. Right. So, and I'm also like pretty honest about shit like that. And I'm sure Tony's perceptive. That's what I'm getting at. He's not yeah. perceptive in the slightest. No, he's an idiot. He's all, I will say it is also over the phone. That is tough. Mm. So I'll give him that a little bit. But even then, it's like, dude. 
<laughs> Anyways, okay, so this is so. Th- this next scene of the racquetball is so, so funny. That this is the moment why I chose this episode. I think I love this scene. It's this also is- I can't imagine it must have been a nightmare to shoot the scene with the sound. Probably. I mean, so loud, like hollow. Maybe they like commissioned a, a gym that had a racquetball place and added the sounds in post. Maybe, but even then, it's like you kind of hear the emptiness of the room. Yeah, it's kind of echoey. It's really, it's really weird. This episode, okay, this scene is very Gilmore Girls. Like, this is quintessential Gilmore Girls. Yes. The fact that they had that entire scene with Michelle, and they were like, well, where can we talk, what can we do to avoid talking about our stuff? I don't want to talk about the rocket. You don't want to talk about Luke, so where can we go to avoid our problems? Let's do a sport. Like, okay, what sport can we play? Okay, racquetball. (laughs) And they go to the racquetball court, and it just shows them sitting on the floor in the racquetball room talking Talking about about the rocket. Exactly what they didn't want to talk about. And And then when someone comes in to use the court, she's like, oh no, we still have till the end of the hour. Thanks, though. I love when she says thanks. Like, why are you saying thanks? She's like, she's so dumb. She's like, we're not done racquetballing and we have it till like the end of the hour. But thanks, though. <laughs> it's um, just like it is. So this cute. is like this is quintessential Gilmore Girls. This is why they're I love so the show. funny together. They are like the whole rocket gum thing. The whole like Rocket Man, um, and then she Tangent. starts naming Elton John songs, and she's like, "Are you just naming Elton John songs?" She's like, "He's so talented." <laughs> it's just so it's so loose, and it is so. It feels stupid to say this, but it is just so conversational. Yeah, in a way that a lot of shows don't get right. It's the perfect mother daughter friendship relationship. The flow of it is so on point and i mean yeah obviously by season seven you would hope a scene like they would able to be do a scene like this in their sleep and obviously they can when you have this scene and you're just like they feel so comfortable and lived in with each other only only in the way that you can with someone who you've known for a long time right and like, like grown you- up with at this at, which like they have at this point yeah there's like a definitely like a comfortability thing happening sort of like you can tell that, the, that it's almost, it feels very natural. There's no other way to yeah. describe it. It just feels yeah. very natural the way they talk to each other. So um, they start talking about the rocket and then um, they just, they both of them need to shut the hell up and talk about what is going on with Lorelai like, and Like, just be honest. Yeah, like it's, it is annoying by this point that she still hasn't told her exactly what happened. And... They go back to the house after Lorelai hits herself in the eye with a ball. <laughs> um, and they look in the, the mirror. The first time they try to actually play. Literally. And Rory's like, look, your eye is like inflamed. I'm going to go get you some stuff at Taylor's Market. And I noticed something in the bathroom. Do you what? know what I'm going to say? No, what? There was a sign behind the bathroom door that said Paris on it. And I was like, oh my God, wait, is that foreshadowing? Because Lorelai goes to Paris with Chris and they elope. <sighs> and it happens in the in this episode, which is the episode she breaks up with Luke. Damn. Uh, anyway, food for thought. Moving right along, the fact that they have to cook because they're mad at Luke. Anytime they aren't mad at Luke, they eat at Luke's diner every single day. <laughs> that alone would be a reason enough for me to never fight with Luke. Period. Like, I would be like, no, I cannot end this relationship. He is our sustenance. Our yes, we need him. We will die without him. I think Rory says that at a certain point in the series when Lorelai and Luke are fighting. She also... She points it out before they even start dating. Like when Lorelai's yeah. like, I think I'm dating Luke. And she's like, if you are with you, Luke, you are with Luke. And yeah. that, that just means exactly what we're saying right now. Like they're broken up and they have to cook for themselves because <laughs> Lorelai. My worst nightmare having to cook for myself. Oh God. And, and the, the meal that they're talking about eating is just doesn't even sound appetizing at all. It's no. Like, what, what Steak I like. But... Yes. Yeah, Steak is good, but then she starts talking about, like, mashed... Or not mashed potatoes. Peas and some uh, other shit. Like a bunch of frozen shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This is the worst day of Luke's life. <laughs> but also, it literally made me tear up when she took the Luke's magnet off of her fridge before we move on. Oh, I didn't see that. It made me so sad. I was like, not the magnet. Anything. We need mm. to keep one thing. Yeah. Come on, girl. 
Um, and then. And then. This is literally the one of the funniest scenes, I think, They did, the like, show. baby, they were doing stunts. I laughed out loud at Taylor's face when Kurt crashed the car into the diner. Okay, wait, let's Luke talk. should we're doing it again. literally kill him. We're doing it again. We need to explain what the fuck is happening. People are listening to this and they're like, what are they talking about? Okay. You know what? Watch the episodes. Period. Okay, so we cut back to Town Square with the whole, like, red light situation. And everybody in the town has gathered in the square, including Rory at this point, who has stopped to talk to some people, I think. She sees, like, Miss Patty and, um... Babette and all them. Yeah, so they're sitting on a bench and they start talking to her. And then all of a sudden, Taylor's like, okay, everybody... Um, Kirk is going to drive my um, prize possession. Um, Beautiful Ford car. T-Bird. Yeah, Ford T-Bird through the red light as an example of somebody who's going to get a ticket for driving through the red light. Ready, set, go. And when he <laughs> drives through the red light, a light flashes and blinds him, and he drives the car straight into Luke's diner window. His While- The whole wall. The whole entire wall comes crashing down. Everything is covered in glass. Kirk jumps out of the car and he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. But everybody runs towards him and Luke is just standing behind the counter like, shh, he's dumbfounded. He Luke can't believe Luke could literally eyes. pull out a gun. I, I would support him. And I would be on his side at this point. This is insane. And this I, is- this is like, Taylor <laughs> and Kirk are literally terrorists in this town. This is the Star's Hollow equivalent of when the plane crashed on Wisteria Lane. In, in literally. In Desperate I, I would end up in jail. I would end up in fucking jail. You know what pissed me the fuck off? Why is Rory acting like it's funny that Kirk crashed into Luke's diner when she's explaining it to Lorelai? After Lorelai literally just told her that they broke up. Like, why would she think that Lorelai would find that funny? She's, like, excited to tell this story to Lorelai. I think she's just kind of, like, hopped up on adrenaline. Lorelai's looking at her, like, um... Dumbfounded. She just looking, yeah, she's like just shocked. She's like utterly shocked. And Rory is like having the time of her life explaining the story. It is so funny though when she's describing what happened and she talks about Taylor's car and she's like this like cool muscle car, however she describes it. And she goes, by the way, who knew? Le- <laughs> legendary read. Right? Because it's like, why would he have that Why car? would Taylor of all people have this car? Right? He likes to make out with boys in it. L- no, literally. Um, <laughs> and then after that, uh, Lorelai starts explaining the piles of things in front of her. I feel so sad at this part. It really uh, bums me out. Me too. Like, honestly, when she starts talking about the books and she's like, oh, a book on hammerhead sharks. And she's like, he gave that for me to read. I just oh. thought it was so cute because it's like he wanted to return the favor, but he doesn't read all that much. So he gave her a book about hammerhead sharks that's what i picture that's how i envisioned that scene happening i uh, and you know what i i love that <laughs> i love it too. as a shark person i love that i love it so much it's so she gave sweet. him like key pieces of yeah nature, like into the wild and he gave her a literal book about hammerhead sharks that he probably learned about from his daughter <laughs> it's so cute this is the worst fucking day of my life <laughs> like what the fuck why did they break up I don't... Because they're stupid. They... <sighs> it is crazy, though, she keeps not telling Rory. Luke is so right about, like, everything in this episode. Yeah. Everything he says to Taylor... Oh, my God. He should literally choke Taylor to death. He... Taylor is fucking annoying. He never listens to anything that anybody says. He never listens to other people at all. He just does what he wants. Even when people vote against him, he puts up a fight and tries to prevent whatever it is. He just wears them down. It's like you literally ruined his, this man's business and you are still making it about you. Yeah. He's crying over a stupid ass car when the fucking diner is ruined. Especially when, um, the car is fine. Yeah, the car is, like, literally not damaged. It just needs, like, a a little bit of glass on it. And then, like, but Luke's entire business is fucked. And is going to be closed down while it gets repaired. For weeks. For weeks. We can tell just by the damage that has been caused that there's no way he's going to be opening the next day. No. It's so... I hate Taylor so, 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 so much. I hate him so much. So then, 
They jump back to the house. Everything is gone. The fucking house is empty because everything in it reminds her of Luke, of course. And we see that continue uh, in the next scene. I hate this show. It It's so sad sometimes. Like, the angst in this episode is killing me. And Rory still doesn't know what happens. Rory still doesn't know, and she keeps talking about this fucking rocket. Girl, this is small potatoes. Your mom and stepdad just broke up, and all you care about is your fucking boyfriend? Your mom just fucked your dad. And she doesn't know about it, though. Oh, my God. This poor girl. Oh, I feel so bad for her. She's... Rory should be in therapy. Honestly, ignorance is bliss for this episode. I wish yeah, I, true. I, I wish this episode never happened. This is the worst thing they could have ever done. Ugh. Um, so Lorelai's basically like, okay, if you miss him that bad, just go to London. Like, e- duh, damn. Yeah. Like, why did it take you so long to figure that out? Especially if it's like, bitch, you don't have a job. Right. So then Lorelai's like, okay, anyway, I, I gotta Google some stuff. And Lorelai's like, That's okay. so relatable. Right? And then she's like, I'm going to bed. So she goes upstairs and she's like, rips all of the sheets off of her bed because they remind her of Luke. They probably slept Smell on like it. Him. Yeah. And, um... Then it then they show Luke and Luke is just sitting on a pile of glass on a folding chair with his arms crossed thinking about how bad his life's one of the most depressing shots in the show. They are both regretting their entire lives right now. Like they want each other so bad. They miss each other. That's all they care about right now. Like he misses her. She misses him. They're both being so stupid. He realizes that she realizes how stupid she was for sleeping with Chris. He's stupid for a different reason than she is. She's stupid for sleeping with Chris. He's stupid for not giving into her ultimatum, but at the same time, I agree with him for not giving into it because, like, yeah, like they're both good, right, they're both wrong. Nothing good in a relationship can come from an ultimatum. Is my I one hundred percent agree. You I one hundred percent agree. If you're giving ultimatums, you're you're over. It's over. It's over already. Like the person's never gonna do what you want for the reasons that you want them to. They're only gonna do it because you gave them the ultimatum. They should do it because they want to. That's what I'm saying. And so. And I, I, so I I understand, and even when Lucas snaps at the tow truck driver, he's like, he doesn't like feeling pressured. It is a lot of pressure. It's a huge life decision, like the marriage and everything like that. So I understand him being like, I'm bugging out, because especially considering he just found out all this shit about having a daughter. Right. There's so that it's part like of there's it a too. there's a huge amount of new stuff <laughs> happening in his life. Yeah, he's always been a father figure to Rory, but it's different having your own kid. Like Rory's never relied on him in the same way. I agree, and I think he's also figuring out how to navigate the intensity of his relationship with Lorelai and the speed at which they're moving. I mean, think about it. It's what, it took them this long to for him to even admit that he had feelings for her and ask her on a date? And she thinks that after just two years of dating, and they were broken up for one portion of that time, by the way. Yeah. Remember when they broke up the first time and the whole town chose bows and ribbons? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What season was, was that season five? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like, I understand where Luke's coming from, but I understand Lorelai being like, I need a yes or no. <sighs> I can't do wishy-washy. Yeah. So, and that's, I think they both, I think both of their boundaries are very understandable. Yeah. They're just not compatible. They're not. In this moment, they're not compatible. Yeah, and which sucks. Well, actually, no, that's not even. Okay, remember earlier when I said their love languages aren't compatible? Yeah. And that the entire thing was actually a miscommunication? Yeah. I agree to an extent that it was, that it, that it was a, a bit of incompatibility, but even incompatibility is, is not a deal breaker. Believe no, it or not. absolutely. Like two people can be have be fundamentally different and have some incompatibilities and still find a way to make it work. It just all comes back to the fact that none of this would have happened if Lorelai wouldn't have fucked Christopher. Like they could have gotten back together. Luke could have just been like, I need more time. I do want to get married, but I need more time. Okay, great. Problem solved. Or he could have been like, you know what? I'm sorry. I got scared for a second, but I'm back now. I'm ready to get married. Are you still ready to get married? Yes, I am. Okay, let's go. Boom. Problem solved. Like there's so many different ways this problem could have gotten solved. And Lorelai sleeping with Chris ruined every single one of them. You know what I would have loved so much more instead of her sleep going to Christopher's? What? Her going to Emily. And doing what? Needing to be consoled. Emily would I think not that be would good be, at this. No, but I think it would be more interesting. I think it would be interesting in a different way. I mean, it's annoying that Lorelai slept with Christopher and it pisses me off so badly. But at the same time, like, it... it 
TV-wise and plot-wise, it is the best thing they could have done because it makes me so mad and it it ruins things. It is in a engaging. Way. Yeah, because it ruins things in a way that forces these characters to like not solve the problem. Like yeah. I just told you a bunch of different ways that they could solve the problem, right? They knew that the only way the problem could not be resolved is if Lorelai did something that for Luke was a complete deal breaker. And for Luke, that deal breaker is always Christopher. Like, it happens, like, multiple times. Remember the other time? um, At the vow renewal? Yeah, at the vow renewal when Christopher shows up and he's being such a jerk. And Luke's like, nope, I can't do this. I I can't have him in your life. Like, I just can't be okay with it. I'm never going to be okay with it. he has good reason. He has good reason, right? Because Christopher is just obsessed with Lorelai, in love with her, has never gotten over her. And you have somebody in your life like that, nobody who cares about you and loves you is going to be okay with it. Be like, okay feel comfortable. It. Yeah, not going to be okay with it, usually. Like, <laughs> it's just bad. It's, it's all just bad so news. Dis- it just makes me sad. Yeah. So, but that's why this episode's so good. Exactly. Oh, it's such a good episode. I fucking love it. Okay. So then they show Lorelai. Lorelai's pajamas, by the way, look like nurse scrubs. They're so ugly. They do. You're right. I didn't think, I didn't realize that. Why is she wearing that? Like the little pockets in the front. They're so ugly. Maybe that's the only thing that didn't remind her of Luke. Maybe she got rid of all her pajamas and had to wear that. Okay. Um, when, okay, so she's laying in bed and then all of a sudden the phone rings and she gets up right away and answers it. I think she thought it was Luke, but it's not. It's Christopher. And, and he's being annoying. And she's not answering him. He's like, hey, I had a good time last night. And she literally does not respond. And he's like, don't worry, this isn't a booty call. But by the way, do you want to come over and I'll cook you dinner and we can fuck again tomorrow? <laughs> like, it literally is a booty call. Yeah, of course it is. And she's She like, booty called him. Yeah, and she's like, she knows she fucked up so bad. You can see it on her face. You can tell by her tone. She just wants to move on. She wants to move the fuck on. She she wants him to forget about it and she wants to pretend it never happened. But of course he can't let it go because he's in love with her and he needs to just get a job. Fuck off. Leave her get alone. Get a like, job. Get a he's, friend. He's too obsessed with her. It's kind of, it, it's really And she does put it, she, but <laughs> she does put it very plainly with him. Like this cannot happen. She's like, this can't happen. There is nothing between us. Like it was a one-time thing. Let it go. And he's like, don't worry, I'll just call you tomorrow. I fucking love you. And I always have for the past, like, 30 years. Forever. Literally forever. forever. Um, So annoying. I hate him. I wonder what it would be like to see him in the future. But it wouldn't be interesting at all. We don't see him in a year in the life, do we? We don't. But it wouldn't be interesting at all to see him because I know he would just act the same way. Yeah, he's probably some, like, Silicon Valley bro type. Like, he's into NFTs and shit now. People who ship Lorelai and Christopher are psychotic. Yeah, that's delusional. crazy to me. I can't even imagine. You are insane. That's just like fundamentally misunderstanding Lorelai's character. That is just, you are. And I'm all for up. like shipping whatever you want for whatever reason. Not me. I will start a ship war over this one. I don't generally care about that because I'm like, whatever. I just will block you. That is crazy though. <laughs> I will yell at you and then block you for yeah, that one. Yeah, you're fucking nuts if you ship yeah, Christopher and Lorelai. You are. I, I pop off sometimes. I follow a couple of Lo- Luke and Lorelai um, Instagram accounts, and sometimes a crazy Christopher fan will jump in the replies, and I literally at them. I literally reply. <laughs> I have to. I just ha- I feel very compelled to let people You're going to get our account like shut down for some. Oh, I do it on my personal one. Believe me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my God. Any hoozles. So she hangs up the phone. She lays down back in bed and falls asleep. And then Rory comes running up the stairs, like, probably a couple of hours later. And is like, I figured it out. I figured the rocket out. And starts telling her the story about the rocket. And I'll just tell you right now, if I had a daughter and she woke me up to tell me this, I would punch her in the head. And that's how I know I'm not ready to be a parent because I would lose my patience so quickly and probably strangle her. (laughs) And you know what? I think I would do the exact same. Oh my God. No, I think we would raise our kids to be smart enough to know that they should not be waking me up out of a dead sleep. until 9 a.m. for big things. Yeah. No one should be getting news before 9 a.m. Period. 
Okay, so anyways, she's she tells her the story about this episode of The Twilight Zone that the rocket is related to, how this guy went into space for 40 years and then made himself old so that he could be with his soulmate, but his soulmate turned herself young so that she could be young with him. Laura's like, that is the most depressing thing I have ever <laughs> she's heard. She's right. And she is so right. I agree with her completely. That almost made me cry. It's so sad. It's like Gift of the Magi shit. Yeah. So then... She's like, okay, I'm going to go to London. I love him so much. But anyway, are you going to be okay while I'm gone? And Lorelai's like, yeah. And this is the moment where I was like, again, Rory is just so selfish. Like, of I, I just, I understand one thing of like, live your life for you. And like, your mom's going through a hard time. But like, at the same time, she's an adult and she has to live her life for herself. She can't always be protecting her mom. It should be the other way around usually. But also, like, they just broke up a day ago and you're bragging about how good your relationship is and how you love him and how he I gave will you this say, grand gesture. Like, I do think she does. She still doesn't know the full extent. Yeah, that's I'm true. assuming Rory probably assumes they'll get back together. Yeah, that's true. That's because true. she doesn't know the full details of everything. So she's probably like, they fought, they'll get back to, they broke up, they'll get back together. Right, she probably thinks, like, it's not that big of a deal. She's being yeah. overdramatic. Yeah, not even overdramatic. I think appropriately dramatic. But, like... Appropriately dramatic. If Rory thought they were going to get back together the next day, it would be overreacting to empty the entire house of every belonging she had. No, I don't think she thinks they're going to get back the next day. I think that she thinks they're going to get back together in, like, a couple... In a week or two. I think they... She mm. probably assumes they need time to cool off. Considering their... I mean, also considering their big personalities. They need time. They need space to, like, think yeah so i think at the end at the end of it she's like they're they're gonna get back together this is a bump in the road she's being dramatic right now but like this is how she is right you know yeah so i i think if rory knew everything she would be acting differently i agree i think you're right i it just frustrated me to hear her be so happy about her relationship when lorelei is literally so heartbroken and depressed and I, but I also will say that I think I don't think Lorelai's letting it on as much as she did to Suki. Right. She told Suki everything right off the bat because that's and she friend. even how she just like talked to Suki about it was so so solemn. Anytime she's like like when she t- tells Rory like Luke and I are broken up, she's not doing it's not in the same way. It's not the same tone. It's like it's more reassuring than like solemn. I'd say. Yeah, you're right. Like it's it's more resigned to the fact yeah. that it happened than yeah. like really sad. So I think she's kind of putting out a brave brave face for Rory, and that's and, why Rory is like yeah. And she's also focusing yeah. a lot more on Rory's situation and all that because she's being avoidant. Exactly, which is true. just distracting Rory. True, true. I just I'm a Rory also, hater. No, me too. But I also think Rory's just not intuitive. Right. Like, so she wouldn't, obviously she didn't, she's not intuitive. She didn't pick up on the gift and she's not picking up on how fucked up Lorelai is. Oh God. Because of how self-centered she is. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, at it's the like end of the day. She's so busy with this rocket. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's just her rocket. She's no, so it's in, true. like, this ugly fucking rocket. Anywho, anywho. So she goes back downstairs. She's like, I need to call him. She calls him and she's like, I just love you so much and I love this rocket and I finally get what it means. I'm sorry I didn't get it before. And he's like, okay, awesome. And she's like, well, I can't wait to see you. And he's like, well, I bought you a ticket for Christmas time. She's <laughs> and she's gagged. like, oh, Christmas? Like, I thought you were going to basically give up your whole career and invite me to come live with you in London for the summer. Why didn't you do that? I also will say, like, I don't understand why she wouldn't go with him anyway and, like, live a life in London while he's living his. I mean... I just, again, and not to name drop Carrie and drag our girl for filth for the second time this episode, but she assumed that he would just be fine with her. We love up, And it's like, does she think that she's Carrie Bradshaw, that this guy is just going to invite her to come to London with him when he's like one of the most career oriented yeah. guys ever? It's, yeah, it's. And he has this pressure from his dad. And Logan and kind is of, not the Russian. And we've already gotten an insinuation from earlier in the previous season, season six, that Logan's dad wants to separate Logan and Rory because yeah. he gets distracted by Lor- by Rory. So, like, in what world would she think that he would invite her to come stay with him in London after all that? Fucking, what's his name? Logan is so much like Big. 
I think we talked about this, didn't we? We might have. I mean, earlier in the episode, we talked about him and Christopher being similar, which makes sense because Christopher and Logan are so similar. But yeah, it's just like bad guys. It's really bad guys. Shitty guys. One of the best lines is Hex Acidity. <laughs> you take a Napa, you don't go to Napa. <laughs> but that's like what happened here. It's like he went to London. You know, but oh my God, when when fucking Carrie goes to Paris with... Um, the Russian. The Russian. And he's like, you're moving to Paris with a Ruski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate the Russian. I hate the Russian. My mom is fucking crazy. My mom she likes has, the Russian? My mom has tried to tell me that the Russian is her favorite Carrie boyfriend before. Oh, your mom is crazy, She's crazy. insane. Bonkers. That's worse than being like, I think Berger is her best boyfriend. I yelled at her so bad that day. That is crazy. I literally yelled at her. I was like, mom, you... I'm blocking you for a week. You know who's secretly my favorite of Carrie's boyfriend? What do you mean secretly? I mean secretly. What? Who? Uh, the politician. You know who I kind of like? And this who? is going to be, this is inappropriate. <laughs> you guys are going to hate me for this. I'm going to get so much hate mail for this. <laughs> is it the Wait. bisexual? No, it's the guy, this is the stoner guy who owns the comic book store and they get high yeah, in the apartment. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> And he lives with his parents. But he lives with his parents. And then they come home and they're like, what the fuck? Why do you have a 40-year-old woman here? And like, why are you guys high right now? Wait, when her fucking, (laughs) when Justin Thoreau plays her boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Another thing. That's kind of the best boyfriend. But he was crazy. He was crazy. He was insane. But yeah, the politician is like my favorite, like two episode boyfriend Carrie has. Oh my God. Aiden Ah. is my number one, but. I can't wait to talk about this show. I know. Next time. Sneaky, sneaky peeky, sneaky peeky. What's happening? Nothing, nothing. We can't talk about it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. So moving along. So Luke literally shows up with his truck full of shit and like holds the horn out. I love Luke's truck. Luke's truck is the sexiest thing about him. It's so sexy. That color is perfect. That color is perfect for him. Very New England. Very foresty. Yeah, very small it's town. so sexy. It's very small town Connecticut for sure. It's the he perfect is, truck for him. It's yeah. the perfect truck for him. He's the going color, a mile a minute in this He's scene. going a mile a minute. He's talking. He's just saying everything. It's pouring out of him like lava. He's like... Ugh. But her ugly ass pajamas are so distracting. Like everything he's saying is going in one ear and out the other. Because I'm just thinking to myself, why is she wearing those pajamas? But anyway, (laughs) he's like, somebody crashed into my fucking diner today. And I don't even care. Because the truth is like, nothing is real to me. My life isn't even real to me unless you're in it. And I literally, I I honestly am tearing up just saying these words. It's so sad. He sucks with words of affirmation, but then he can't stop saying them in this scene because he realizes how bad he fucked up. And he knows he needs to say it all now because he's losing her. Yeah. And she's just like, Luke. And Luke. he's so scared in the scene. And he's getting choked up. I was too. I was trembling, shaking. I was like, I'm going to be sick. I've watched this a million times. I feel like I'm going to throw up. There's like, a, when he first starts in like the first like couple lines he has, there's like a hitch in his voice. Oh my God. Yes. It killed me. Yes, Exactly. Uh, the, this whole time, I'm just talking, in my head, the whole time, I'm just like, just go with him, just go with him, just go with him. Oh, my God. Like, and just, just tell him about Christopher later. Like, uh, but at the, or don't tell him at all. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> but every time she no, tells, wait, every pause, time I've, pause, I do not advocate for cheaters. No, she should tell him. She should. But every time she tells him, my stomach drops. Uh, Every time I watch that scene, my stomach drops. She's like, Luke, stop. His face is so... And she can't even look at him when she says it. God, they're both so good in this episode. They really are. She's like, it's over. And he's like, no, no, you can't just say it's over. Like, I get a say in this too. This is my relationship too. And when he says that, she realizes he's never going to give up. So she just has to say it. She has to pull the trigger. And she's like, I slept with Christopher. And he doesn't even respond. He can't even respond. He just turns around, gets in his truck... And then my note was the next episode is when he shows up and punches Christopher in the face. Yeah, and I literally, I had to watch it. I like. I, I did too. Okay. <laughs> okay. I kept watching and I was like, I gotta see it. I gotta no, see I it. To, I gotta I see, to it. see it. I have to see it. Honestly, this episode should have ended that way. But I understand why they left it on the cliffhanger. But I love that this episode is perfect because this it doesn't end perfect. that way. Yes. But I love that 
like the opening with him punching Christopher oh, is so good. Best cold open of all time. Oh he my shows God. up. But I'm like, how the fuck does he even know the address? But anyway, that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> how does he know where he is? Oh my God. I had a me- f- idea for a funny meme that I might make about that. Oh, you definitely should. You definitely should make but the meme and post it. On I will. All I will. Notes. It's just like, how does he know his address? How does he know his address? He just parks the car right there, gets he does in the not elevator, give a fuck. goes all the way up to the top. He opens. Christopher opens the door. Pow! Right in the face. Sucker and then Luke gives too. a good shake to his hand and gets back in the elevator. Yep, gets back in the. That had to be feel so goddamn good. He yeah. Oh, I love that. But yeah, this that. episode just ends with him driving away, and it's it feels nuts. Gosh so good this episode's so good it's so fast this episode was so amazing i think this is the first time we've gotten through everything in an episode in under an hour yeah it just moves so quick yeah there's all like all killer no filler all killer no filler and so on and so forth i mean this is one of those episodes that it hurts to watch, but it's just so good that it's it had so to make my list of favorites. It had to make it onto my list yeah, of favorites. It I would 100% agree. Um, so what are we watching next week? Next week is season one. Oh, going back in time. Six, Ooh. Which is Rory's birthday. Oh my God. That episode is so Gilmore Girls. It's one of my, it's obviously one of my favorites. We're going to be talking about it. Uh, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, I'm very excited to get back to, like, some some good old school Gilmore Girls. Oh, my God. And then the episodes that I've chosen for after that one are both so... (laughs) Oh, my gosh, (laughs) y'all. We have so many dramatic ass... (laughs) Taste. We have taste is what we have. (laughs) I like that my next episode is, like, fun. Yeah, yours is fun. And then yours is depressing. Mine is so heavy, and we're gonna cry. And then, then, yeah, then we're getting close to the end there. Oh already um gilmore girls is flying by gilmore girls is flying by i'm having so much fun with this show though me like too. i love it so much it just makes it's just like even when it's sad or like upsetting like this episode or like last week's or anything like that it's just it's just so fun to watch it's good tv it's just this easy is the definition of good tv 100 percent, i agree Oh my God. Okay, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We love you. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you. Thank you. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Um, It will help us kind of get our podcast. Leave a review. Leave a review, please, if you don't mind. Yeah. Help more people kind of catch wind of the podcast, and we're really having a great time. So yeah, we're having fun, and we want you to have fun with us. Yes. So follow so, us on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, too. Yes, we're running amok on the Instagram and Twitter Oh, accounts. my God. You especially on that Twitter. Me especially on that Twitter. And I'd I... need, like, a lesbian Rosetta Stone to go on the <laughs> timeline at this point. Oh, my God. The number of Lesbian fan accounts that I follow on the Instagram, on the Instagram and Twitter. diabolical. And the shit that they tweet is They're so... crazy. Oh, my God. They literally are. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of their fucking bird. It's crazy on there. I I log, love it. I'll I'll switch over sometimes from my main <laughs> account and I'll I'll scroll for like a minute and I'm like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck anybody's talking about. Okay. I, this is crazy. <laughs> Feel free to follow any accounts that you want on there because I No, love- I do. I mean, I followed a ton when I set it up and everything like that. But even then, I'm sometimes I'm just like, "What what the fuck are these people even mad about? I can't even tell." It's and so I know the fun. shows, especially now that you finally watch League of Their Own and like you followed a bunch of fan accounts for that. I'm like reading stuff <laughs> they're posting and I'm like, I watched this show. What are they all talking about? <laughs> oh my like, god! Like I'm, any- I know, and I'm, I don't even know. If any of the people that we follow on Twitter and interact with on Twitter, I know I don't know any of your names, but if any of you are listening uh. to this, please understand that I am dragging you with the utmost love. No, I love I, it too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. This is not a hate drag. This is a love no. drag. Y'all are positively insane and unhinged, and I fucking love it. It makes me so it. happy. It feels like being a kid on Tumblr again. Yeah, no, it literally does. It literally does. I love, I love looking at everybody's crazy-ass tweets, and I especially love when they... I love when they, like, post screenshots of shit and... Yeah, they're messy. The lesbians on our timeline are fucking messy. (laughs) They really are. They are are talking mad shit. 
they spilled out in the tea. open. No private accounts. No private accounts. Nobody's private. Like, they don't give a fuck. Nope. But you know what is? You know what I do love is that some of them have actually added us to their Twitter circles. Like that is, I see that, <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't see this. Right? Like some. I feel like I'm intruding. <laughs> I I honestly I'm like do they, I'm not. Do even, they know? Right. Like, <laughs> Do they know? I'm like, how did I get myself into this person's Twitter circle? I've never said a word to this person. But the th- <laughs> I love it. I love it. If you love if it. we follow you on Twitter, you follow us, whatever, just know it is it makes me so happy. Oh I, my uh, god. It's I'm so like, crazy. I'm like, I'm like, I love all of the Lezzies that we follow. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to go. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Love you, bye. Oh my god, he's online! Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died.